Welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual pot, I'm sorry, podcast from one girl, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let us roll something and get the day started. What's up, bitches? Now, when I say bitches, I want you to know that I am reclaiming the term bitch. And Spoiler, I did not come up with this, and I don't remember the site I saw it on. So all I'm going to say is that I am not the original originator of this acronym, but I'm fucking obsessed with it, and I will try to hopefully someday uh, credit the person who was, but until then, um, we'll just call me like the discoverer of it. Um, Okay, bitch. Listen here, bitch. Bitch does not mean female dog. Bitch does not mean mean person. Bitch does not mean woman who's assertive. Bitch is an acronym and bitch stands for being in total control of herself. And that is what I am. I am a proud and loud bitch. I'm a mega bitch. I love being a bitch. And I bet you're wondering, Kels, why, why were you researching definitions of bitch? I was not. I was doing my new hyperfixation and that is studying astrology. And so I could share it with you. I was getting a little bit more research into this new thing that I had found that I was going to share with you. And then I found this incredible acronym and it tied it all together so well. Today, we are going to talk about Lilith, our black moon Lilith, a sort of controversial part of our natal birth chart. And I say controversial because some astrologers do not think of it as a true part of our birth chart because it is not a star or a constellation or an asteroid or a planet. It is simply a point. It is the point furthest from you on Earth, on the moon, um, from from you on Earth to the the moon. I'm high. The furthest point on the moon from you on Earth. Do you get what I'm saying? It's on the dark side of the moon. What is the dark side of the moon? What is the moon, guys? What, what, what is that? Oh, 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 that represents like our emotions, doesn't it? The dark side of the moon. Would that be our dark side, perhaps? Our shadow self? It is. And when I tell you, having this little tiny piece, this little, this missing piece that I did not even know was missing, made my birth chart make so much sense that my brain, like I, I, I cried. I mean, yes, it's it was my first day of my period when I was reading about this, but I cried. Um, and then I actually immediately recorded an episode about it. And then I talked to Danny earlier today and I was like, okay, I think I need to like redo the episode that I had done because I was a little bit too like, blah, crazy, right? I never get blah, do I? Right, guys? Right? Tell me I don't go crazy. Um, so anyways, let's start kind of from the beginning. We have all heard of Lilith. If you haven't, um, she's kind of all over in all different theologies. Uh, in Christianity, she's represented in the Bible just once in Isaiah 34, 14. And she's kind of mentioned as like, just like a person in passing. It's nothing like really specific. Judaism mentions her as the first wife of Adam, who was not subservient. And so he kicked her out of Eden. And then the second perfect woman, Eve, was made. And she listened to him perfectly, like such a good little girl. Well, until she didn't. Um, she's often represented as like a she-demon, as like like a female devil, Lucifer's wife, Lucifer's partner, a fallen angel, all different ways. But it's all a very, very 
very negative <laughs> portrayal of this Lilith character in, in the world, in the universe. Michelangelo even painted her as like a half woman, half serpent climbing on the tree of knowledge. Like she has been forever deemed as like this ugly, horrible, bad woman. And you want to know why she's been deemed that way? Because she doesn't listen to men, because she thinks for herself, because she stands up for the rights of others, because she's sometimes kind of assertive and aggressive, but that's because she believes in what she believes in and she believes in protecting herself. And sometimes to protect yourself, you have to be a little bit bitchy, perhaps. Perhaps you have to be a being in total control of herself. Hmm? Does that sound right? And does it also kind of sound like I don't know, the historical precedent that has been set for any woman who has ever spoken out ever in the history of human beings, like witches, you know, anyone, any woman who was any different or any woman who understood that she also had power and she too could change the world was immediately labeled as aggressive, mean, bitchy, a cunt, whatever, whatever word you want to like. We are so, so programmed to be these good little Oh, I don't know if you guys ever, if you guys watched the documentary um, about Warren Jeffs, uh, he was in charge of like a certain sect of Mormonism. Um, eat, keep sweet and pray, I think is what it's called. And that's what I just thought of was keep sweet and pray. And that's kind of like truly what I feel like, I don't want to say, what's what would the word be? Our, our human experience has been male driven. And in that male driven experience at least that we have documented i guess is what i'm saying um we have women who are strong who are powerful who stand up for themselves who don't just bow down to men have always been painted in this way in pretty much every case like and the funny thing is is like they're all instances of like when you look deeper like the, the way that they're written in these things are like so aggressive and like they're these horrible people but then when you look into it it's like Oh, okay, so she was doing the right thing, though. But it doesn't happen when men do that. You know, men start the fucking Boston Tea Party and throw tea in the harbor, and it's like a fucking celebration, and now all I know about is fucking tea in the harbor. However, I haven't heard about the actual important parts of American history, but I'm going to take a deep breath, and we are not going to get into that. We are talking about happy astrology today. So, yeah, basically, she's a badass in history. <laughs> Lilith represents an incredible woman who has been misunderstood and I think that is like as as a feminine being I just feel like I needed this I needed a name for my dark side I guess I needed this purpose for her as opposed to constantly having to sort of battle her um, and I don't mean that, like, I, I don't, I do step into my dark feminine. I do step into my shadow self and I, I, I work with my shadow self. But a lot of times what I'm working with is the sense of healing it or with the intention of healing it, I should say, or um, with the intention of conquering it in a way. And I forget that I can give my shadow self the reins sometimes and that sometimes that is what you have to do and that your shadow self is a very important piece of yourself. Um, and she can really be a source of inspiration. And these are all just kind of things that I, I had forgotten. And so finding this Black Moon Lilith part of our natal birth charts, like just really kind of threw me back into like the reminder of just how important our shadow self is. And that our shadow self is a part of us. It is not a separate being. 
she is us. I am my shadow self. And we have to kind of work together. We have to kind of be a team. Um, and it, it's, it's our secrets, you know, when I, when I looked up my, so my shadow, my, not my shadow self, my black moon Lilith is in Gemini. And when I looked it up, guys, I, at the first time, again, I was on my period, so I was emotional as fuck. And the first time I read it, I truly read it as like an attack. Like I was like, okay, I just am miserable and I hate myself and I cried and I was like, I'm never, I'm whatever. Um, and then bitch, don't you know, that's basically exactly what my shadow self said that I do is, which is to take everything very personally and be so worried about being misunderstood and misconstrued that I censor myself and that the Gemini aspect of it, you know, that two persons, the twins is that I kind of have these two lives. I have this me who is dying to be expressed and put out there and be a part of the world. But then I have the other me who tends to be a little bit more in control, who is the censored version, who kind of waters me down a little bit. Um, and it just was such a reminder that I needed that I am enough and I am powerful and I can be powerful and that is okay. Um, oh, I don't know. It, it just like all of it spoke so, so much to me. One of the like key things was that sometimes it can manifest as like constant babbling or like going on and like just rambling and hello, have you guys fucking met me? Like I, I, I think I'm doing it right now. I've done it 10 times this episode. Like I ramble like crazy and it's because I'm passionate and I, I get excited about things that I want people to know everything that I know so that you understand that I, I am a smart person. And I know that also sounds dumb. And this is, I think what got to me was that it called me the fuck out about being so afraid to be thought of as stupid that I do not allow myself to be authentic. Like that's where I hold myself back because I don't want people to think that I'm being dumb. So I don't like to share parts of myself because I don't want people to judge me. And I am so hyper-focused on that, that one of the, um, so in Gemini, <laughs> my Lilith being in Gemini uh, means that the Gemini is affected by, is uh, ruled by Mercury. So it very much affects my communication. So that's what it's, you know, my, that censorship, that, that piece of me, that piece of me that doesn't allow the the part of me that is fully authentically myself to have that voice that is where my my wound in here is I'm discovering and so finding a way to allow her to speak um and I think I have found that a little bit you know I have I come on here on Awake and Bake and I talk to you guys and I think at sometimes I get very very um excited and I I, I I love what I'm saying and then I start thinking about it and then I immediately like clam up but I'm sure if I listened back to these episodes, I could hear that and it would drive me crazy. And that's why I don't really listen very often because it drives me crazy. And I love you guys for loving me, but I get so scared that I can't even listen to myself. So like, I need to stop doing that. I need to listen to myself. I need to learn from myself. I need to understand that whatever I'm saying, I need to be confident in because it is what I'm saying and trust. And that is the big thing is the trusting. Trust, 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 cows, trust that it will be taken the way that I meant or that there will be a time or an opportunity for clarification if necessary. Um, I need to trust that especially the people who are close to me aren't going to make these judgments. And it's just been something that's very been very hard for me. And this is where it gets even more just like fucking accurate as hell. Um, the next piece of it, you know, our 
our signs, or not our signs, but our aspects of our natal chart all have signs that they are in, but then they also have houses that they're in. And I just want to share a little bit about Lilith. For me, it's in my first house and it's in Gemini. So this is what um, Lilith in the first house does. And I found this to kind of represent the why my Lilith is the way it is, if that makes sense. So I'm just going to read this. It's actually from a post from Tumblr by Zelda's Notes. And if you look up your Lilith, which I hope you do after you listen to this episode, and then you Google this, um, what it what your Lilith means in each house, and you go to this one, it's it should be like right on Google, one of the first ones. That's how I found it. And it was just the Tumblr, Zelda's Notes. It breaks down um, what each what your Lilith means in each house. And I found it, I just found this really accurate. So thank you, Zelda's Notes. Um, so Lilith in the first house is one of the hardest aspects, but also one of the most powerful ones to have. These people have something about them that makes them super intimidating in the eyes of others. And this usually results in other people attacking them or respecting them, depending on other aspects. I've noticed that most women with this aspect get attacked by other women a lot, especially when younger, which makes them take back control by becoming mean themselves. They were usually bullied by other women as children and became quote unquote bitchy because of that. The bullying might even have been physical. They are super afraid of being viewed by others as weak because they know that that makes people attack. They have a hard time going unnoticed by others. They usually feel insecure about their physical physical appearance, but you don't notice it because they act so confident. Call me the fuck out, Zelda's notes. My God. They usually have, okay, and then this part's kind of nice. They usually have a very attractive appearance with a beautiful body, which... I do, but I don't always believe that. (laughs) Some of them get so tired of the attention that they start to wear baggy clothes to not be noticeable. Some of them are scared of the reactions they get from others. They might have been accused of being cocky, even as children, because something makes them come across as arrogant and rude. These people can go through a tough period in life where they are very self-destructive. Hi, my name is Kels, and I was an alcoholic, drug-abusing, sexually... I was going to say sexually free, but sexually promiscuous and uh, risky early 20 person. That that was me. That was me. I've recovered. I'm recovering. Hi. But yeah, that's me. Um, and they some of these people neg- negatively aspected can, aspected can be extremely rude and combative for no reason, but a lot of them are super nice. It depends on other aspects in the chart. And I know I've noticed a lot of those people are either super protective of women or the opposite. I'd like to say that I am super protective of women. Um, And then I have to brag a little because some of the other celebrities, some of the other celebrities along with me who have Lilith in the first house are Billie Eilish, Marilyn Monroe, Meg the motherfucking stallion and Marie Curie. Hello, mother of radiation. Um, honored. I mean, Meg is amazing. Don't get me wrong, but Marie. Hello. Bonjour. I don't know if she's French or German, actually. So maybe I shouldn't say bonjour. Um, obviously, like anything in our birth charts, anything in astrology, it all goes with a grain of salt. I, <laughs> this is not my life story that I just read from Zelda's notes. However, it is something that I can deeply, deeply relate to. And I hope, no, I'm not even going to say it. I think I've always felt eyes on me. And I've always been told, mostly by my mother, that that's a bad thing. Um, You don't want attention. Um, Finding beauty in yourself is a very vain thing. Uh, Just, my mom's a very 
simple person in that way. Um, I've always been drawn to the idea of like a limelight though. Like I can't lie. I've always loved Broadway. I wish I had those pipes. Like I've always wanted something like this. You know, I've talked about it, but I've never had this confidence. Danny truly helped me see that I can do it. And I, without that friendship, I don't think I ever would have had the confidence to feel confident in who I truly am. Like I think Danny being such a strong, powerful and like successful person in something in a way that I really admired you know like she was a fucking theater major you know like she's killed it in something right that I put on a very high esteem I think that performance and sharing yourself through art really any art you know even my friends who are painters and stuff I put on the same pedestal of like just the most incredible human being um and the most aligned souls that can create um so to have someone like Danielle like see me as me and then love that person and find me funny and cool like I I realized that was what unlocked it kind of for me that was my awakening of like my confidence um but I didn't have that and I always and I think if you talk to people from especially you know my high school even childhood like I always had a kind of confidence because it was just a natural thing for me but I really lost it because I was made fun of for it or I was picked on for being weird or I was more excluded I think I feel like that's more where my my bullying my my childhood trauma in relation to with my peers was more of one of exclusion than one of uh direct like abuse I guess um I often felt like people were talking behind my back and it was things like that as opposed to things that were said directly to me which um is something that I think kind of isn't talked about much, you know, because it's just, it was just as hard because then I'm sitting thinking and hearing my name being whispered or seeing people write notes about me or getting fake messages from profiles that guys from my school set up to make me like try and send new, like, like things like that. But like, I wasn't like outright bullied in a way that other people saw. Um, and I didn't let other people see that. And I, I didn't, I didn't share that vulnerable side of myself. I've always hidden that. I've never been someone to try and address a problem that I'm going through personally and emotionally especially, and especially with other people, with someone else. Um, And so when I read this, I just really, I, I really resonated with me. And at first I felt very called out, like, oh my God, I, so I'm a bitch because people were a bitch to me. And then I I had to take time to one, find my new meaning of bitch, being in total control of herself. But also to remember that when we find these signs, when we find these pieces of ourselves in the stars, these bits of guidance that we get, it's so important to remember that it's, it's not literal and it's not definitive. You work through these things. The, The negatives that are being mentioned aren't being brought up to tell you that this is something that's wrong with you that you're never going to fix. It's giving you a place to work. It's giving you the the starting point. It's, you know, when you, when you say you want to do shadow work and then you sit down and you're like, I don't know what shadow work to do. This is what this is here to do. This is, this, this is a guidance for you for that going in and finding your Lilith and then using that as a way to explore a different perspective of yourself. I think that's kind of what gives us, um, an interest in this astrology is that a lot of us have been looking for answers as to why we are the way we are. 
And in a way it kind of does that, but it, I think it more gives us a, if we are the way we are, if that makes sense, you know, it, it gives us an option of this is who we could be. This is, this is the energy that is going into us and it can come off not great if we don't pay attention to it, if we don't honor it, if we don't reel it in sometimes, and if we don't pay attention to what it is that our physical bodies need, our mental bodies, all of our bodies, if we don't stay in alignment, it can get very out of whack. But if we listen to the stars and Mother Earth and ourselves and our souls, our spirits, and we allow them to align and then align with our highest self and with source, source directly, we learn so much more about how to be a better person, how to work with us. It's sort of like having a mental illness, having ADHD. I have not been fighting my ADHD anymore. I now ask it questions. Instead of fighting my shadow self, I ask it questions and not how do I overcome this? But what would you do with this? You know, more, more situational, more get to know it questions, not don't ask for the obvious answers or don't, don't ask for, don't ask for the specifics. Keep it light and keep it fun and let your mind bring you to those places. Let your mind make the final conclusions because you'll probably see if you check later on that they're aligned with what you'll find anywhere else. But let yourself do some exploration as well. Let yourself read these things and then Put it down and write out your own Lilith, what you feel your Lilith is. And I just think it's it's important that while we learn these things and like while we're exploring these new concepts, especially in spirituality, which is such an unknown, there's so many questions. It's important that we don't get lost in definitives, get lost looking for definitives, because I think a lot of times we're not going to get like that answer. Um, these are just simply guidances. These are simply an outline of a possibility. It does not mean that I'm going to be a bitch forever. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that everyone that I meet is intimidated by me. And it doesn't mean that all women want to attack me. Like, <laughs> But those are things that I see myself worry about. And so I will ahead of time, if I think a woman is going to be intimidated by me or think that they need to put me down, I will try and separate myself from them or distance, um, di that's the same thing, distance myself from them. Or <laughs> you know what? You guys get what I'm saying as far as that goes. Um, so yeah, I just, I thought it was really cool to find this new piece of my birth chart. And when I say that it really just aligned everything for me, I, I it truly did. I've I've really been loving learning more about astrology and I've been learning the symbols so I can like actually write out what's happening in the stars in like my calendar. And I just feel like so cool doing that. Um, it's like knowing a different language. Um, if you haven't, please go and check out our Patreon. I'm putting up free monthly breakdowns of what's happening in the stars on there. And I just want you to have access to them and that's where they're going to be. And so go check out our Patreon to see that. Make sure as always you check out our YouTube. Danny kills it on there. We have over 700 subscribers. We are almost to a thousand. Holy fuck. We are almost to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Like I, that seems huge and I don't even know things. So like go us, go Danny, especially Danny, you are the YouTube goddess, the goddess of YouTube. And make sure you take, take some time today to honor the goddess of feminism the patron of abortion mother lilith <laughs>
okay? She is my God. And my God is an awesome God. And she, her name is Lilith. And she's a fucking badass. And she will destroy all other gods. And just like stay high, guys. Bye.